Hey, Tennessee fan, I just oh they're they're not here anymore. I was gonna it comment matter. on talk them. to them anyway. Talk to them talk anyway. To them. Hey, Tennessee fan, you all ran your mouth a whole lot. Y'all came up here saying that I was being disingenuous, going on a crossover, talking complimentary. I said it was it could be difficult in the SEC to go on the road, and they have a stout run defense. Turns Both out. things I was proven deadly wrong on. Yeah, you wrong. Georgia just came into your house and thumped you mm. in the head. We're going to talk all about it next on Locked On Bulldogs. You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Lockjaw Bulldogs podcast. Prize picks bringing you today's episode. We'll talk more about prize picks in a second, but I digress. Before we get to that, let me say, allow me to say to you. Say things. Um, we weren't wrong about what was going to happen in this game. No, actually, no. this was the most on the head we've been all year. How many points does he get in that second half, Clint? How many how many second me, half points they on, get? I'm gonna, I'm count them up. Let me, let me go up. back to the let me go back to the sheet. We got to go to the third quarter first, and then <clears> and then the fourth. No, they didn't score a single point in the second half. We talked to you yes. all about that last week. Um, uh, Georgia dominates on the road. <laughs> I'm talking about runs Tennessee out of their stadium. Georgia has beaten Tennessee seven consecutive times that they've played them. This is supposed to be a rivalry, Tennessee. Y'all putting out some Georgia Tech energy right now? Show me that Joshua Dobbs clip again. Show it to me again. I need it. Inject it into my veins, Tennessee fans, because that's the last time that y'all have even sniffed at success against Kirby Smart. And let me just spoil it for you. Josh Hoople ain't going to get it done for y'all. Okay? Like, he ain't going to get it done. He's not a good coach. His he can't system, make any adjustments. His system, Daniel, can work anywhere. It can work with anybody. With any quarterback. Any you plug in any quarterback in there, and it's going to work. Let me start here. All right, because we got a lot that we're trying there, to cover. It's going to spill over. When we say we. We've got. Ooh. We've got. Clint, are you there? Or did you? Do we lose you? Clint's Clint's microphone's already quit the show. He's out of here. He is. He's just said it's not. It's not great for me. And those strays are going to be caught today. Yeah. yeah. All there right. Listen. Let me start here. <laughs> okay, we're we're in a full lather already. We've been texting trying to figure out. I asked the subtext, "What should we lead the show with?" And I want to go back to the subtext. Pardon me, but I cannot remember who it was that sent me this. I'm going to see if I can find it real quick. Um, uh, Nace Nace Tucker. Okay. All right, nice Tucker. Um <clears throat> we ought to lead the show with this defense might be better than the 2021 defense, Clint. And I'm here to tell you I might be here for it. I might be here. I might be here for it. Okay. Y'all hear the man. Now listen. Y'all hear the man? Listen, it's taken me eleven weeks it has. to get here. Let me explain to you what happened in this game. Tennessee came out. And they ran off tackle right. 
And um, even though Gary Danielson would have you believe that it was entirely CJ Allen's fault, even though he was nowhere near play side on that play, um, 100% Tyke Smith absolutely defecated the bed, made a terrible run fit. And what did we say all week would, would happen? Tennessee spreads you out, they get you in space, and one bad assignment, and they're gone. They're to the house. Tennessee took one play to the house for 75 yards on the ground. And then what happened was, Clint. There it is. They rushed the ball 24 more times in this game for 55 yards. Real quick 24 at the maths. carries. Really quick at the maths. This isn't specific. For this isn't 55 yards. So that's about two yards per carry. Daniel? Joe Milton threw the ball for all of 147 in this game. That is 147. So less than a buck 50 passing. Less okay. than a buck fifty rushing total, including the seventy-five, including the seventy-five okay. Okay. yard touchdown run. Twenty-four carries for fifty-five yards. Georgia outrushed Tennessee in this game. Now, did Georgia run the ball particularly well in this no, game? No, because no, again, Tennessee's stout run defense was there. This Georgia defense was exceptional in this game. They were everything that they needed to be. Now, I get Tennessee's offense is poor. They're poor, Clint. But we well, said all week, well, we said all week, 5.5 yards a carry. Okay. And sure enough, they finished the game with 5.3 yards per carry. But 75 of those, we said, were on one play. Two yards a carry after that. The Georgia run defense absolutely stood up, forced Joe Milton into obvious passing situations. And Joe Milton in obvious passing situations is a terrible terrible quarterback georgia's defense was unbelievable in the fourth quarter uh cedric van pran absolutely whiffs on a snap and they get a turnover on the 35 yard line and the defense came out there and stood tall clint i loved it even if they scored a touchdown there i was ready to get on this podcast and say i am 100 percent for this georgia defense now there are still guys that make me a little blue, but overall, this defense, Clint, is it. He, see, and, and here's what's changed. Let's talk about the things that have come on as of recently. Kamari Lasseter is still that guy. If you did not watch the clinic, and I mean put it on tape, take it to every high school in the nation, show it to anybody that Unreal. wants to play abject, Unreal. perfect, disciplined cornerback. That deep ball to the right side that he gave out, go watch it. It's phenomenal. He was in phase, tracking the ball, perfect placement, perfect timing, perfect position. Kamari Lasseter shuts down one half of the field. He is. Yep. I, you know what? Fine. Screw it. Kool-Aid. I don't even oh, care. Fine. He's oh, the best fine. cornerback. Here we go. He's the best cornerback in college football. There. Wow. You're going to get a text no from Marler about that. You're going to get a text hey, from Marler wondering why you got to be like that. Why do you got to be like that, he is the best corner in all of football. So that's point mm-hmm. one. Point two, Malachi Starks is still him. How them safeties looking. How them. He ain't. Tyke Smith him. screwed up. Screwed up big time. He did. First He's half, prone Tyke, to those. We've seen he it. He is. We've we seen know. it. And then him and Bullard came back for the rest of the game and said, no mas. No Tell more. Me about how play Bullard made in the end zone, Clint. Tell me about it. I'm going to be talking to my kids about it. Ooh, I'm telling you, I'm timing. telling you this right now. Whew. That perfect timing. Okay. So the safeties, full force. Cornerback, full force. Mm-hmm. And then C- what happened this game? C.J. Mm-hmm. Allen. Mm-hmm. Oh, you- he all right. 
you about, right. about to catch my heart is what you're about to do, CJ. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And then all of a sudden that we, we had the defensive ends, the defensive linemen, the defensive tackles on mm-hmm. rotation. They were doing great. Mm-hmm. And then all of a they sudden played this, great as well. Zion they, Logan is here stackhouse back. He played great. Played uh, great. Warren Brinson missing, but, but some guys. There was a gentleman left. we've been waiting for. Oh, where's, Daniel. Who was there? there's a, a guy new a newcomer? Been, a newcomer? No, well, newcomer to the newcomer pod, this season. About this season, not yeah. last season. Talent there. We've been waiting on timing. We've been waiting on development. But um Michael Williams uh-huh. is here. He he well, here. What a time. What a time for him to show so, up, Clint. So what we're what saying is, and what uh-huh. we've been saying all year. Well, yes, I, yes, I don't yes, look this is not this is the overreaction show. This is not time. Daniel has repented. He's come back into the full. We're not we're not gonna it's I'm not just time say, for that. Half the pod was talking about the upward ascension of this defense. And when we click at the right moment, getting better mm-hmm, each mm-hmm, week, mm-hmm, getting mm-hmm, development mm-hmm. from young players, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden we're mm-hmm. here with all the talent, mm-hmm. all the five stars, mm-hmm. all the four stars mm-hmm. rolling deep. Y'all screwed up and you didn't hit us when we were down. You gave your best shot, Missouri. You gave your best shot. It mm-hmm. wasn't good enough because mm-hmm. your best can take, we could take your, your best shot when we're on our second best. Now, now what now, now what happened is see what had happened we have our best shot and nobody and let me let me say again for all of those bama fans that are here nobody are we gonna get to you in a minute we're gonna get to you in a minute um tennessee is a joke they are a laughing stock josh heupel is you got that man's face face tattooed on your body you understand what you did you thought he was going to be your Kirby. But see, what Kirby does is uh-huh. he just goes ahead and he puts it on repeat. He runs the they, record again. They're they about to paint that rock all manner of names. <laughs> that rock going to get a whole lot of names on it. It's not ideal. What's going on? Um, Georgia's oh defense was absolutely fantastic. Um but we got to get to that offense. Can we please talk about the let's, offense? Let's get to these and then we will. Oh, hang on. We want to talk about prize picks. Prize picks oh, is the best in the game, much like the Georgia defense, much like the Georgia offense. We're going to talk about here in a second. But prize picks is fantastic. And right now use promo code locked on college. First deposit match up to hundred dollars. Prizepicks.com slash locked on college. Here's the deal. Daily mm-hmm. fantasy made simple. You take all of your information, all your knowledge, all the things that you watch week in, week out from mm-hmm. sports. You go right over prize picks. They give you a player. You say more or less. So if you were simple. to say, it's very simple. simple. Very More or less Carson Beck over 70, 70% completion percentage. Take the over. Well, that seems because too high. It's Oh, no. but wait. Not for Carson. It's not. not. Go Carson. over there. Prizepicks.com slash Lockdown College. It's not you versus a whole manner of robotic uh, Vegas invented AI, something like that. They give you a, a player. They give you a number. You say higher or lower. It's that simple. Prizepicks.com slash Locked On College. Use the promo code Locked On College for a first deposit match up to $100 right now. Clint, the defense is is good. Mm, they're feeling so they're good. quite good. But who's better? Um, the offense is better, there and is. there's not any dispute to be had about that. Let me talk to the Alabama fan directly right now. You have the floor. You tell me how many points you think you how how many points you think Jalen Milrow and your offense can score against this Georgia defense. Because let me tell you 
what you're not going to do, Alabama. You're not going to hold this Georgia offense under 35 points. That ain't going to be what you do in any game whatsoever. So you better hope that you're going to come out there and win a 42 to 38 game against Georgia because that's what you're going to have to do because there ain't nobody in America that's going uh-huh. to slow down this Georgia offense. I I don't know where's the most appropriate place to start, but I think what we're going to do is okay. we're going to save Carson for segment three. Clint. That's fine. He needs, you know what? And honestly, he, he probably needs his own need his, segment. He needs his own segment. And I'm going to lead the offensive conversation with the abject genius of Mike Bobo. Like, you understand what this man is out here doing, right? I don't think you do. No, no. Tell, tell the people because they don't, Daniel. They don't. Georgia was dominant offensively in this game and they were dominant particularly in the red zone offensively this game their first four possessions into the red zone they scored four touchdowns and they did it with four completely unique concepts that Mike Bobo just reached into his bag and pulled out imagine being the Tennessee defensive coordinator and having to try to game plan for this team when we're running wide receiver passes we're running rub routes with the you know to the best player in america we're we're running a a power running back off tackle to the left behind a dominant offensive line there's just there was no end to mike bobo's genius play calling in this game he had tennessee off balance from the get-go He Uh absolutely – the thing about this Georgia offense is – I mean, Lab McConkey didn't play in this game, y'all. He didn't play. And Georgia's offense did not miss a beat. I I, I don't know if – I don't know if people understand. How many weapons do we have? So this is typically just a very, very simplified version of an offensive system, if I may, for two seconds. Normally what you do is you have you have a complementary understanding and style of receivers and offensive weapons. So you have the burner who takes the top, the lid off the defense. You, yeah. you never, never, never want to get beat deep. So you keep them in front. You got to put a safety or two back there. Okay. Then you have underneath routes that are going to mess up linebackers who try to gain depth. Then you have a couple of shorter guys, sure handed route running abilities, slot guys, yada, yada, yada. We were without, we've been without one take the top off, quote unquote, of the, of the defense for the entire year because Aaron Smith can't catch. So that's tough. Yep. Lad McConkey, he can run. <laughs> we we um, like a run. We do he, enjoy a run. Lad McConkey was out of this game. So what Mike Bobo is doing is conceptually, he's making speed happen and mm-hmm. making the defense believe the top is coming off when we don't have two track athletes. Now we, we have talented and fast wide receivers. I'm not saying Ra Ra's not fast. I'm not saying Rosemary Jack Saints not fast. I'm not saying Lovett's not fast. Brock Power's not fast. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is that's typically what you do. And they are not as fast as Lad and Arian. Now the defense is on their heels 24-7 when it pertains to Mike Bobo's offense all the time. 
and I do. I honestly feel bad for DCs going up against Mike Bowen, this Georgia offense. Like, I, like that's not like I give them if they're within 20 points, I tip my my hat to them because it's a feat right now. The if running you, game and and, and credit to if you hold Georgia in the 30s, first of all, statistically, you're winning this year you're against better Georgia. than all the Georgia's other averaging 41 points a game. <laughs> Okay, this year. So hmm. if you hold us to 38, congratulations to you. You're winning. But Clint, eight different wide receivers with double digit receiving yards in this if game. Look at the stats. Wait, hold on. Was 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 Jack Saint the leading receiver? Was Brock the leading receiver? Was Ra Ra? Was Bell? Yes to all of them in various different capacities. Yes, they were. Yeah, the, the game that Dylan Bell had, which first of all, credit to him. Unbelievable game by Dylan Bell. He was out there doing everything and clearly was the beneficiary. I'd say the primary beneficiary of Lad McConkey's absence. And boy, did he come out there and give Mike Bobo and this coaching staff a lot to think about. Because now all of a sudden, as Lad McConkey gets healthy, Mike Bobo's in this situation where he's like, well, dang it, we've got another big time playmaker at wide receiver. Kudos to Dylan Bell for making the most of his uh, major opportunity. Uh, five catches, 90 yards, mm. obviously the passing touchdown. But Marcus Roseman, Jack St. Clint, seven touch, seven catches for 91 yards, two touchdowns for number one out there. Um, it was an all-around exceptional performance. As I said in the open, Georgia outgained Tennessee on the ground, and Tennessee had a 75-yard touchdown run in this game. But what about what about what about the other metrics like time of possession? Daniel oh, was, was <laughs> absolutely. This game started with Tennessee's possessions going one play, seventy-five yard touchdown, three and uh -huh. out, three and out, three and out. Like that's how Tennessee. And then to end the first half, they got a little something going and kicked a sure. field goal. By the way, Josh Heupel, kudos to you on that yeah. field goal attempt. Yeah, down thirty-eight to ten. Yep. And you're you kick a field goal trying to cut it to 38 to 13. Someone please in the comments yell laugh at me again and say coaches don't play to try to make the scoreboard look a little bit better. Like coaches only play to try to win the game. They're not trying to save face out there. I guarantee you, Daniel, by the way, already in the comments, not only is that fan has already spoken about it. Mm -hmm. The second thing, the fan that got mad at me, who was talking about Josh Heupel being an elite coach, doing more with less talent than Kirby did, has already commented, and you're already proving yourself wrong. It's oh, unbelievable. It's unbelievable. This, like, Josh Heupel's a really bad coach. Mike Bobo is an exceptional offensive coordinator. Mike Bobo's this a offense. better OC than Josh Heupel. It's not this offense not missing a beat. Mike Bobo has has outcoached in consecutive weeks. Eli Drinkovitz, offensive savant. Yep. Lane Kiffin, maybe the best play caller in the United States. Yep. And Josh Heupel, the wonderkind, can't be stopped. Mike Bobo has yep. just coached circles around all three of them on the offensive side of the ball. And it's all centered around just, number 15, Clint. Oh, my God. Carson Beck. Oh. Get, get ready, 199, because we're about to say some things that we can't unsay, nor will we want to right <laughs> no, after I this.
But first, let's talk about Athletic Brewing. Athleticbrewing.com. These are non-alcoholic brews. And right now, use promo code LOCKEDON for 15% off your first order. Athleticbrewing.com. They are fantastic tasting. They've won awards for being better tasting than beer with alcohol and then they are a brew without alcohol and they taste better than the beer with alcohol you can take it to a tailgate you can open carry you can take it to uh, your kids uh, little league game football game basketball game and no one's going to think differently because again there's no alcohol in it whatsoever and yet they taste exceptional it's refreshing you get a little you get a little dark ale going now that we're into yeah. the fall and winter thing Absolutely. going on we got holidays coming bring a six pack of athletic brewing over to mm. your favorite holiday get together and don't fear any reprisal because again these are non-alcoholic brews athleticbrewing.com use code locked on for 15 percent off your first order at, at athleticbrewing.com okay let's let's Clint, gush. tell the people about carson back well, Tell he's about this best, young man, Carson yeah. Beck. Let me let me start with this. He is the best quarterback in the nation. I'll wait for you to type your response again. We've been saying this three weeks in a row, and each and every week, Daniel, each and every week, he keeps proving us right and getting better. This game, do you know it was on previous weeks? We've talked about his accuracy, uh-huh. and we've talked that about his ability there. to read a defense yeah. and and Get the ball where it needs to go. Do you know what I saw on display this week, Daniel? That made what, do you add, what do you add to the arsenal there? He added a laser that I haven't seen all year from him. These frozen rope. I'm talking rookie of the year from center field to catcher. Frozen Got that surgery. Got that rope. surgery on the arm where you hear the creaking as it goes back. <laughs> laser. Clint, we're going we're gonna, to. We're going to lose our safe rating if we keep talking about the lasers that Carson Beck is throwing. These are explicit comments. These are explicit comments. They are not safe for your children. Um, Carson Beck is doing things at the quarterback position that we have not seen at Georgia in a long, long time. I'm talking about the arm talent possessed here. The arm talent. Now, don't mistake who I think the greatest college football player is of all time, Colin. Know Colin. your place, Colin. Also, get on time zone. We recognize. I'm not a, I'm not here for it. The greatest college football player of all time is undisputed. But there has only been one quarterback with the kind of arm talent that we're looking at right now in Carson Beck. And he went number one overall in the draft. And if you're an NFL GM, whenever the time comes and you pass on Carson Beck, I don't know what to do for you because he's got it all. He's got it all, Clint. Does he evade the rush? Does he step up in the pocket? Does he maneuver around well? Does he scramble when he needs to? Does he find open receivers? Does he throw it deep? Does he check it down? Does he... Does he spread it around? Does he telegraph the balls that he's throwing? Does he does he play well pre-snap? Does he make the right reads? Does he have the arm strength? I don't know what you want. Like, what else do you want? You tell me a thing that he does bad. He was 24 of 30. He was 24 of 30 for 298 and three touchdowns. 
and no interceptions. I. By the way, by the way, really quick, not good at the math. Eighty percent, eight zero percent for three bills and three tuds, and he played three and a half quarters. By the way, he did it on the road, and this is as appropriate a time as any to say. Shout out to the Tennessee fans. What an environment. What a college football environment it was. The crowd was raucous for the entire 60 minutes, Clint. No, no, you're, you're no, 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 wait, wait. For 59 minutes and 50 seconds, the nope. crowd was silent. Yep, there it is. It was in And for 10 seconds, that crowd was really into that game, Clint. Carson Beck, here's... I- Okay, he had the laser. He has to check down everything you just did. The, the checklist I was going down as an NFL GM you want to see from quarterback, but I'm going to tell you this right now. The thing that's most impressive about Carson Beck, and yeah. no one is going to believe me when I say this, but I go look at the game again. Inside the 10-yard line. Inside the 10-yard line, Carson's Carson Beck's accuracy is second to none. The it, ball placement he puts on receivers' bodies to catch touchdowns inside yep. the 10 is the best elite characteristic he has. It's never behind him. It's never no. too much of a reach. He never no. makes them catch it stumbling on that little Brock Bowers, you know, drag. Like he's, it's in perfect position every perfect. time he throws it on a line when he needs to. He puts a little touch on it when he needs to. It's, I mean, the play calling inside the 10. And oh the accuracy gosh. of Carson Beck inside the 10 tonight made but, me feel some feelings I haven't felt in a long time, Clint. But, I mean, Carson Beck, clearly the only reason he's doing so well is because everybody agrees that the wide receiver and tight end talent around him is so good it carries him. Oh, wait, that's that's not the narrative y'all were saying a couple weeks ago when Brock Bowers came off the field and you all thought, oh, no. the Georgia has court. no players left. Okay. What what about 15? Um, by the way, shout out to Gary Danielson, who is the worst, the worst color commentator in the history of sports. You, you realize that was the last time we have to hear Gary call a no game. SEC championship game. Oh, thank you. I SEC you. championship. Thank I you. Put, I believe me, I it's circled on the calendar. I forgot. That's, I've got that's it. the last we hear of Gary. I've got it. I've I've been waiting for years for this moment. Um Nobody in history in the SEC has ever won more consecutive games than the 2021-2022-2023 Georgia Bulldogs. Well, that's interesting. 28 consecutive wins. Um, Nick Saban's never won more games than that. He's never won that many games. Bear Bryant's never won more games than that. He's only won 28. And Alabama fans are clutching their pearls and cheering like mad for Georgia Tech next week Hmm. to try to keep Kirby Smart from coming and just whipping it out right in front of the grave of Bear Bryant. He's the best. He's in, he's this dynasty. Yep. Say it. Say it. Is the greatest dynasty. That college football's ever seen ever. already. It doesn't. It doesn't need to win a third national championship, but it will. will. It. Thank you. But it will. Thank you. Because again, real quick, 
I watched them games today. Didn't we're gonna finish with one? I didn't watch them games. Come on, come on. I watched them games today. Mm-hmm. Ohio State ain't, ain't no please. team in this country. Ain't no team in this Michigan. Country. Well, Rutgers on the road, real good stout defense, and real they got them playing good ball over there. Loxley, Mike Maryland, Maryland. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Are you kidding um, me? This is the greatest college football dynasty. Can we? That's ever happened. By the way, Bama already. Fan. Bama, Bama fan, I cannot wait. Two full weeks. I know you'll be here all week next You're week. You're here already. I know you'll be here all week because ain't no Georgia Tech fans out there. No. Um, no. So I know that you'll be here. We'll give you attention too, by the way. And we're here for it. We're here for it. 100%. Yeah, we like it. <laughs> um, uh, here's the thing. Kirby Smart is him. Yeah. Mike Bobo is him. Yeah. This Georgia defense is him. And Carson Beck is him. Could you imagine having a head coach that blamed the 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 failures of his team on bad defensive coordinator and offensive coordinator hires? Could you imagine a head coach like that? No. I can't. Bama fan, can you? No. Oh, oh, that was just last no. year. Okay. No. Yeah. Well, this is Nick Saban's best coaching job, though. He's somehow sure. gotten this ragtag group of guys. Sure. And he's coached him. He's coached him to ten and one. Sure. Oh, he has coached gosh. him to ten and CJ one. CJ Allen is going to eat your quarterback for. I cannot wait. Oh my gosh, he stole. Look, it's been thirty minutes. He stole my heart. We're here. No, it's gone. I could go. I could literally record this episode all night. Um, Tennessee is the worst. <laughs> They deserve everything that they got. Tonight. You literally stole the, the words out of my mouth. I'm going to say, you deserve it, Tennessee fan. You deserve you do. this. You really, genuinely, truly do. You deserve every bit of the ass whooping that you took tonight. And you did it in front of Dolly effing Parton. <laughs> Peyton Manning and Dolly Parton came on the field. And y'all said, let's get it handed to us. <laughs> let's just take it. Let's just receive whatever it is Georgia desires to give us tonight. Yeah, that'll be good. Yeah, uh, This has been Locked on Bulldogs, part of Locked on Podcast Network. Come back Monday, and uh, you'll hear more about how great Oh, you'll hear Georgia. more. You'll hear more. Oh, you're going to hear more. <laughs> I'm going to end this. I'm going to go watch it again right now, just so we all know. Right now. Washington, <laughs> Oregon State, we'll see it later. Well, I'm going to go watch the Georgia game again. We'll, we'll see, see you all.